This is the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. Make yourself comfortable and fasten your seatbelt. Tom and his guests are about to share powerful stories, trade business building insights, and have a few laughs. Tom created this podcast to help you captivate prospects and inspire them to act so you can get more clients quickly and easily. That's what powerful storytelling is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. So let's get this party started. Here's your host, Tom Ruich. Hello and welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. My name is Tom Ruich, and today's episode is called How to Treat Disruptions as Speed Bumps, Not Roadblocks. As always, I'll kick off today's episode with a brief story before introducing my guest. A few months ago, I reread one of my favorite books. It's called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. As a young boy, Frankl was captured by the Nazis and sent to the Auschwitz concentration camp. He experienced and witnessed unspeakable horrors. He lost his mother, his father, his brother during the war, but he survived. And he took the lessons he learned about courage and perseverance and hope to develop a guiding philosophy that has inspired me and countless others. The book is heavy stuff, but it's also full of huge life lessons for business and and life. (laughs) These are strange days. Many call them dark days. All of us face challenges. All of us struggle. And all of us can benefit when we discover ways to deal with those challenges more effectively. Man's search for meaning delivers for me. I discover new lessons and gain perspective every time I read it. Here's something Frankel says in the book that I particularly like, something especially important during these strange and difficult days. Forces beyond your control can take away everything you possess except one thing, your freedom to choose how you will respond to the situation. You cannot control what happens to you in life, but you can always control what you will feel and do about what happens to you. I love that quote. And I thought of that book and that quote when I met today's guest, Tony Martinetti. Tony is a trusted advisor, coach, experience creator, author, podcast host, and speaker who brings together over 25 years of business and management experience, formal training, and extreme curiosity to elevate leaders and equip them with the tools to navigate through change and unlock their true potential. He loves guiding people to find clarity in their lives so they're energized, fully present, and unstoppable. When leaders unlock their potential and lead from a place of inspired purpose, They impact and inspire everyone around them. He has dedicated himself to helping people live inspired lives. Tony knows that we encounter forces beyond our control. Like Viktor Frankl, Tony also knows our success depends on how we respond to those forces. Before he became the founder and chief inspiration officer of Inspired Purpose Coaching, he was a finance and strategy executive with experience working with some of the world's leading life sciences companies, 
And along his journey, he's managed small businesses and run a financial consulting company. Tony is the host of the Virtual Campfire podcast and the author of Climbing the Right Mountain, Navigating the Journey to an Inspired Life. Tony Martinetti, welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. Thank you so much. I'm so thrilled to be here. With an intro like that, I just feel like there's so much expectations that I have to live up to. Uh, uh, well, so yeah, Victor Frankel, those are big shoes. And and when uh, when we were talking before the podcast, I asked a question, which in retrospect was sort of like, well, duh, of course. I said, have you ever read that book? And you kind of smiled. And, and uh, it, it's one of those books I've read over and over. It, yeah. Is that uh, true for you as well? Absolutely. And it's funny, you know, I, I spent some time studying business in Eastern Europe and um, what that re- required of me is to go spend some time in Hungary and in Budapest, mm. uh, in Budapest, in, um, in Czech Republic and, uh, and in Poland. And when I was in Poland, one of the things that um, was asked of us is, would you be interested in going to, to go to um, Auschwitz? And at first glance, I was like, my gosh, I mean, it's a very challenging place to, to even consider going to. It's the, mm-hmm. the heaviness of it all. But I did go and I'm so glad I did because there's something about, you know, experiencing the heaviness of that place mm-hmm. and realizing what has happened in, in uh, that location that really left an imprint on me. Um, and uh, it's just wild when you think about like the place where Viktor Frankl um, had his experience and how it left him with those experiences of what could be possible. You know, seeing possibility in a place where possibility is not something people would normally think of, um, it's powerful. Yeah, exactly. Seeing possibility. And that's that's sort of your uh, what you trade in, seeing possibility. Yeah. So talk about this idea of inspired life and seeing possibility. Yeah. Most people think like, oh, inspired, inspired life. That sounds so like optimistic and so, you know, happy. And well, yeah, it, it is, but there's a, a much deeper part of this, which is to see that, you know, we all have something inside of us that's dying to come out and it needs some time to, to be exposed to light. Um, in order to do that, we have to allow ourselves to, to really embrace the things that are outside of us. To embrace our environment and see what environment is going to allow us to thrive um, and to become more of who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means we have to get out and do more, do more things that allow us to, to become who we are meant to be, um, expose ourselves to more things. Yeah. Um, so and that's a veiled answer to saying, well, get out of your comfort zone. And yeah. by doing so, you grow and you learn about who you really are. So share with us a story, Tony, of how you have practiced what you now preach. Uh, where do I begin? Um, yeah. I, I think the starting point for me was really allowing myself to um, to get into different environments with like, you know, when I, when I was younger, I used to, um, to spend time um, working with um, biotech companies. So I, I was spending time in the biotech environment. But I didn't have a biotech background, so I was more of a finance professional working with companies like Gillette and, you know, uh, the high tech industry. So it was more of a, you know, that's what that's the world I knew. But when I got into the biotech industry, one of the things that I was afraid of is like I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to be the person who asked the questions of like, 
how do you run a clinical trial? What does it mean to, you know, what is the patient perspective on this and what have you? And so I'd always ask these questions because I felt like I wanted to find out. I was curious. But at first, it's very intimidating when you're around these yeah. really smart people. But slowly but surely, I started to ask these questions and came from that beginner's mindset. I said, look, maybe they'll welcome that. Maybe if I ask them these questions, they'll embrace me and you know bring me on board. And slowly but surely, that's exactly what happened. As I found myself to be that person who asked the questions and that no one wanted to ask. And it's like, yeah, it's interesting you asked that question. Nobody asked that question. Um, so being the person who was willing to ask the quote unquote stupid question or the question that doesn't get asked um, eventually got me into this place of, of, of really developing a story of, you know, wow, we never thought of it that way. You mm -hmm. bring a fresh perspective to this space. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that was really powerful. I, I love that. You said so many powerful things in, in that story. And I want to cite a couple. One is just that word curiosity. It is yeah. so, so, so important to approach everything you do in business and life with curiosity. We talk about that all the time in Story Power Marketing. If you're not curious, if you're not paying attention to everything around you, trying to pull from it interesting details and learn from it, uh, you're, you're at a disadvantage. Or yeah. on the flip side, those who do approach it yeah. with curiosity are at a massive advantage. And the other thing you said, mm -hmm. which I loved, was a beginner's mindset. The assumption yeah. that that I have, I have a lot to learn, more mm -hmm. to learn. It, it's okay to ask the questions, and it takes more courage than yeah. I think a lot of people assume. And a lot of people, especially experts in their field, coaches, consultants, professional service providers who know their stuff, mm -hmm. they often will not approach life with a beginner's mindset because to your point, they think the questions or the act of adopting a beginner's mindset will make them look stupid or look mm -hmm. less than. Huge mistake, don't you think? Absolutely. And there's a three-letter word that we we do not speak, but I'll say it here. Um, the ego is the one that is, uh, is usually running the show. Um, nobody wants to be seen as having a kink in the armor and not knowing the answers. But yeah. I think nowadays, we're starting to come, become aware of the fact that nobody can have all the answers. And in fact, having all the answers makes us really stuck. We don't grow mm -hmm. from having all the answers. One of the most brilliant books of the past year, and uh, not to diminish the Victor Frankl's amazing book that really entered our, our conversation, but one of my favorite books of the past few years is Think Again from Adam Grant, which mm -hmm. I think the question, I mean, I think the title says it all. You know, if we're not able to really challenge our thinking, then how can we move past the level of understanding we have at any given time, right? Yep, yep. I just love that. And and I know that I am always attracted to the person at the table who mm. does have that ability to think again, to ask mm. the questions, to be curious, to come to the table a little bit vulnerable with that beginner's mindset, as opposed to that person who 
knows it all, who's the smartest person in the room, who yeah. is busy telling, telling, telling rather than mm. listening, listening, listening. So um, mm. thank you for that recommendation. We'll mention that in the in the book notes and, awesome. and go from there. So you have a phrase in the work that you do, navigating disruptive changes, navigating disruptive changes. And that when when I heard you use that phrase, that triggered this idea and this connection with Viktor Frankl. So tell mm-hmm. us what you mean by navigating disruptive changes and how you help your clients navigate disruptive yeah. changes. Yeah, I think it's the, the big part of this is to really understand that we're going through so many changes all the time and they're not just something that leaves you with like, okay, well, you know, now I'll just do something slightly different. There, these are, are changes that really leave us with a sense of, of um, a, a whole new mindset uh, and a way of navigating the world. And so ultimately we have to take ourselves out of the picture of, okay, you know, here's the, the pattern I'm in. What I, when I step away from that pattern and I look at what do I need to prepare myself so that I'm, you know, ready for that next chain that's going to happen. I, I think of it as almost being disruption ready at all given times. And mm-hmm. when I think of the readiness that we need to have ourselves to go through those changes, there's a few things that come to mind. Um, we need to build um, the resilience to be able to see that we're constantly in disruption. Mm-hmm. That we're constantly, you know, navigating that moment of, okay, these outside forces coming at me, and internal forces that are coming coming from me, we have to be able to build resilience, um, have emotional intelligence about being mm-hmm. aware of mm-hmm. what's happening around us. Um, and uh, there's a convenience this this where ready is actually the acronym that we're working with. Um, you know, resilience, emotional intelligence, adaptability, mm-hmm. a development mindset, and mm-hmm. then self-leadership, which goes by the you, the why of yourself. yourself. You are at the right. center of that. So ready is, is something we have to always be thinking about. Like, are we really building the capacity to be resilient in the face of disruptive change? Mm-hmm. Are we emotionally intelligent and in building that capacity along the way? Are we so adaptable? It, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you off there. Emotion. Yeah. So emotional intelligence and and that phrase is thrown around a lot. Yes. And I'm a big believer in the importance of emotional intelligence. But for the sake of those who are watching or listening and don't know the phrase, or who yeah. have been subject to people who misuse it, in my opinion. Tell us what you mean by emotional intelligence before we get to A and D and Y in ready. Yeah. I think of it as, as being aware and being able to manage the emotional landscape of your inner world yep. and your outer world. Um, yeah. It's not inner just and about, outer, I think, is, is critical. Yeah. Sorry to, to interrupt because um, there is the intrapersonal looking inward, understanding yourself, and there is the extra uh, uh, personal. So understanding people around you, what makes them tick, being empathetic, being, Mm -hmm. you know, a listener and so forth. Yeah. And when I, you know, when I think about the manage part, which is important, like when you're managing emotions, it doesn't mean like I have to control, I have to like suppress them. Um, 
It's how you're expressing them and sharing them appropriately with other people so that people understand, you know, what your experience is of a situation. And by you expressing them, they can react to it in their own way and say, oh, I understand. Now I understand where you're coming from. Um, And because of that, I can then manage and react in my own way. So that's how we create an emotional experience that is more profound than what we normally would. Um, If we all just suppress uh, or just, okay, I'm aware, and then I'm just going to hold it back, then what happens is we're still no better off. Um, So I think the important thing about being able to create change through this to disrupt change um, is to be able to make sure that we're doing the managing of emotions, which really is about expressing emotions effectively um, by becoming more aware and managing them. Yeah, exactly. And and, uh, just a quick note, I said a moment ago, intrapersonal and extra personal. I don't know where that came from. That was a brain part. Um, I meant to say intrapersonal, looking inward, understanding yes. what what you're feeling and, and being able to express it. And then interpersonal, the relationship between you and others and understanding them. Intrapersonal yeah. and interpersonal are, are keys to emotional intelligence. So uh, now we have R, we have E. How about A and D and Y? Yeah. The A is the adaptability, the idea that like you can't be too too stuck in your thinking. I mean, to come back to the Adam Grant book, Think Again, you have to be able to adapt um, to the changing environment, the changing landscape that is around you and know that if you're too stuck in your ways, you're not going to be able to thrive in the world because it's constantly in flux. It's constantly um, moving, even if you don't want it to. You can not want it to change, but ultimately you have no control over that. Um, so be adaptability is important. Um, and then the the D, I think this is one of the most important ones. I call it the development mindset, mm-hmm. but it's really, it connects with this idea of, of having learning agility, the ability to continually be a beginner, um, to have that mindset of, what am I learning from these mistakes that I'm making or these things that are, um, that are failing in my life or in my work? Um, because they're constantly happening. Um, and we have to learn from what we're, you know, experiencing and then move forward from there. Right. Um, right. It's really taps into, I, I really I look at the fixed mindset, growth mindset that um, has been, you know, Carol Dweck's work yep. over the years and I think it's really powerful. And I I see how like Microsoft and some of these companies that are really at the edge of like seeing learning mindset as the way forward. And I think yep. that's great. Yeah. Completely agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And then we have why. Yes. So, you know, in order for my acronym to work, I had to say, you know, the why stands for yourself. And I think it starts with us being able to self-lead, um, self-leadership. I don't think we really talk about that enough as we should. Um, people always say like, oh, how am I leading the team? How am I leading people? Well, if you can't lead yourself, you're not going to lead others. And mm-hmm. so it's important to understand, am I aware of how, of what I want for myself? Am I aware of my self-care, taking care of myself so yep. that I can be effective for others? And am I also aware of what I want for myself yep. um, so that I can be the person who who's there for others and being intentional? Um, yep. It's not selfish. It's it's actually self 
full um, yeah. to be able to to be the person who takes care of themselves. Yeah, and I I like that so much because I know from getting to know you that you're not suggesting that we all should fly alone without resources and help. We need accountability partners. We need mentors. We need coaches. Mm-hmm. But we do that work with others, but we still need that ability to self-monitor, to hold ourselves accountable, to do all of those things that you were talking about under your your why. And I think that that some people will focus too much on leaning into the coach, the mentor, they're going to hold me accountable without developing those skills of self-management that you just described. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I guess I'll just take a moment to say like, this is, um, you mentioned my book earlier, Climbing the Right Mountain. And, and one of the things about climbing the right mountain is like, you have people along the way, the Sherpas, the, you know, the people who are helping you along the climb, but you have to first define what is it that I want to experience in my climb? What is it that, how do I want to define success? If you're always defining success based on what other people want for you or what you think success is based on society, then, um, you know, any climb will work. But ultimately, you know, when you arrive at your quote unquote destination, you may not like what you like, what you see. Um, You have to make sure that it comes from a place of what you want for yourself. Yep. Completely, completely agree. So tell us more about the book. Where can people find the book? Yeah, the best place to find it is on Amazon. Uh, you can mm-hmm. order a copy. There are physical copies as well as a Kindle digital copy. And um, the book came from this, first of all, this place of of wanting to, to spread more of the idea, the messages that I got from the people around um, people I was coaching. You know, a lot of people came to me and they said like, oh, I don't really feel like, happy about what I've created. You know, I've gotten to this place where I should feel successful. I should feel fulfilled. And I don't feel that way. And I'm like, yeah, I can relate with that. Because <laughs> that's kind of my experience where, you know, I'd navigated a path in my career of getting to this place of, you know, success to find on external terms. And then I feel like I I did a lot of things that I didn't want, you know, I didn't spend time as much time as I wanted to with my family. I, I uh, spent way too much time at work. And then I realized like there were things that I, that I wanted to experience that I didn't. Um, and it's never too late too, by the way. And I think that's one of the realizations yeah. is that like, you can change the course you're on, but you first have to pause and reset your path and say, okay, what do I want to, who do I want to be? What do I want to experience? And how can I get on that right trajectory? And in doing the writing the book, what I came to is this this sense of like there's a a mindset that we have to to change. It's about what is fulfillment. Mm. What does fulfillment mean to me, and what is that mindset that I need to shift? Um, mm-hmm. That we have everything we need inside of us. We just have to express it. Yeah, yeah. And so when you talk about that question, what is fulfillment? Is there a single definition or is it a depends on the person you're asking the question to? Yeah, it, it depends on the person I'm, um, I'm talking to. Um, and really, when I think about fulfillment, it's a it's like a deeper sense of meaning that comes mm-hmm. from um, from who you it's this is great where that we are coming back to meaning, because I think 
when Victor Frankl is the person I always think of when I think of meaning and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I think of that, it's like when you have connected with like, what gives my life meaning? That's fulfillment. It's a deeper sense of being satisfied mm-hmm. with all the things that are going on in your life. What gives your life meaning is fulfillment. And it's a place to come from, not a place to get to. So ah. when you when you connect with that sense of like, my life has meaning because I, I subscribe that meaning to it, mm-hmm. not because someone else has given me that meaning. Yep. It's what I do for myself. It's an inner sense of peace that yep. comes from inside. A place that comes from you, yes. not finish that thought again. Repeat this. Repeat what you said. It's an inner sense of, yeah. of peace that comes from yeah. inside of giving your life meaning because it's what you describe, you know, what you ascribe that to be, yeah. not what other yep. people give you. I think, um, that's, I think that's great. And tell us about your podcast. Absolutely. My podcast is called The Virtual Campfire. And it, and to me, what I found it to be is it's like a, it's like a gift. It's, it's mm-hmm. my own, first of all, a chance to explore people's stories um, that really, you know, is their stories of transformation through what I call flashpoints. Um, mm-hmm. These are the points in their journey that have ignited their gifts into the world. And the reason why I call it a gift is because it's a gift for me to be able to be in the space of these amazing people and help them mm-hmm. to explore these this journey they've been on. You know, they're making an impact right now in the world, but you know, they don't just show up making an impact. Mm-hmm. They have to uh, uncover themselves and you know really see where that comes from. And I think that's the beauty of of when you have the space to explore who you are and where you came from and what are the moments that reveal who you are. It's something really special. And I, and when I can share that with other people, what I found is the audience gets to say like, wow, like I have things like that too in my life mm-hmm. that have revealed who I am. And maybe I didn't quite appreciate that until now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the beauty of that, the beauty of this work is that when it turns back to your listener mm. who says, wow, I can relate. I, I, I can see myself and my flashpoints and my experience in a different light. Yeah. It then turns again to where they're able to work more effectively as a leader in a workplace, as a marketer trying to connect with prospects and clients, as a service provider, a coach who's yeah. trying to provide benefits to clients. All of this work that you do is not just about the individual achieving that sense of fulfillment. Mm. It's about that individual then being able to bring the interpersonal, intrapersonal, emotional intelligence skills, the view yeah. of the world, the, the, um, the listener, not the teller, the empathy, all of that yeah. to whatever work they're doing so that the people around them benefit. And I think that's a really powerful, powerful part of what you do. It's not just about you. It's about Absolutely people around not. you. Yeah. And I, I think one of the things, and I'll just, I just had this desire, I need to share this where, you know, we're, uh, we're on the story, you know, stories are basically part of your world, but I think the idea of a, of a campfire and a place where people share stories, they're not just stories about like, you know, surface level stories. These are stories about like, you know, connecting to the heart, um, I think that is what's powerful about this is that, you know, 
getting intimate um, and sharing things that are meaningful um, that have been shared for eons and years upon years upon years, you know, and I think that is the power we create meaning through stories. Yeah, exactly. So earlier this morning, I sent out an email to my list, my Monday mashup email, and it always ends with a quote. And the quote I chose is from Walter Payton. Uh, Today, the day we're recording is July, what, July 25th. And Walter Payton was born on this day. And so I I quote him, he's a, a football great, but also a great humanitarian who wrote, I am happy to say that everyone that I have met in my life, I've gained something from them, be it negative or positive. It's enforced and reinforced my life in some aspect. And that's the mindset that we're talking about that, you know, one of the, um, there, there's the old saying, instead of being frustrated, I think Jim Rohn might've been the first person to say it, instead of being frustrated, I'm fascinated. And mm. so the, the whole notion is these challenges come and hit you. They slap you in the face. You encounter these external forces. And if you approach them by, instead of just saying, you know, letting it set you back, getting pissed, wallowing in the frustration. If you say, Hmm, I wonder what the story is here. I wonder what I can draw from this. I wonder what motivated this person or what drove this outside force. The, Mm. the questioning mindset, the beginner's mindset, the, the idea that my initial reaction, uh, the story I tell myself isn't necessarily the Mm. story. And so this whole idea of leaning into trying to dig deeper and really understand the stories around us, that's important for marketing, but that's also important for dealing with this theme that we're talking about today, understanding the the challenges that we face. Yeah. I love this. It's so, it's so great that we, that you've kind of connected that the dots there. And it's interesting because I just thought of one of my favorite books is, is a, a book that um, relates well with Victor Frankel, but it's uh, mm-hmm. called the art of possibility by Benjamin Zander and Rosamond um, Stone Zander. Mm-hmm. And, um, and in the book, there's, there's so many great insights, but he always jokes about how when he's, he's a, He's a leader of the the youth um, orchestra of Boston. I, I'm probably butchering oh, the name of it. I've heard it. Yeah, yeah, I've not read this book, but oh, oh yeah, to. yeah, yeah. You absolutely have to. It's a brilliant book. But yeah. nonetheless, um, you know, he's, he always says, how fascinating when someone makes a mistake. That's what you have to like tap into is this mm-hmm. how fascinating because it creates this moment of learning and how like you now get a chance to take that. And, and work from there. Yeah. Um, and I just, he's, he's German, you know, uh, I shouldn't say German. I think he's um, Austrian, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, he's got this great accent. I've met him in person. So it was, uh, mm-hmm. it was kind of fascinating to hear him say that, but I just loved his mentality. Um, he embodies possibility in the way he teaches. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And that's what this is all about. Whether marketing, whether working on your own sense of personal fulfillment, whether mm-hmm. trying to build yourself up as a leader and and serve your coworkers or your clients more effectively this is 
what it's all about. Encountering all those forces around you with a sense of possibility, not a sense of this is a a roadblock. It's a speed bump, maybe. But in the end, having the mindset that allows you to learn, that allows you to grow, that allows you to see the meaning and Mm. move from there. That's what Tony's all about. That's what this episode's been all about. And Tony, before we go, let's Mm -hmm. repeat the name of the podcast and where you can find it, the name of the book and where you can find it, and any other way that people can connect with you if they're interested in in learning more about what you do and and, uh, how to get in touch. Absolutely. And first of all, Tom, this has been so great. I really appreciate um, this has been a great conversation. So first of all, the podcast is The Virtual Campfire. A virtual campfire can be found wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, and um, the book is the um, Climbing the Right Mountain. And you can find that on Amazon. That's the the, play, the go-to place. And um, another place you can find me is just, you can find all these things on my website, which is inspiredpurposecoach.com. You find me there and you can sign up for all types of um, assessments, tools, and what have you. Lots of uh, interesting stuff there. So find me there. And then the last thing is if you on social media, LinkedIn, I'm, I'm always active on LinkedIn and other places, but LinkedIn is my go-to. So Excellent. Excellent. Tony, great to have you on the show. Any parting thoughts that you want to share before we call it a day? Yeah, I'll just say, you know, now is the time for us to to really reach out and have some conversations with people we haven't talked to in a while. Like honest conversations are what we need more of these days. So if you're holding back and having that conversation with somebody you've been talked to in a while, reach out and reconnect because we need more connection. Um, so yeah. Amen. Amen. Tony, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, for watching, for listening, however you did it. And we'll see you down the road on the Story Power Marketing Show. Thanks for listening to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. If you liked what you heard today, visit storypowermarketing.com slash resources, where you can sign up for Tom's entertaining, informative, must-read emails, download free business-building resources, and discover other opportunities to help you harness the power of storytelling. That's storypowermarketing.com slash resources to help you captivate prospects, inspire them to act, and grow your business with greater ease and joy. Also, please remember to subscribe to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.